F1 2021, where the bad tracks are good and the good tracks are bad. We are back for the Stellian Grand Prix at the Red Bull Ring. I'm joined once again with Tom and with Mano. Or Nick. Apologies, Nick. Good evening. Either or. Yeah, either or. I mean, in your defence, it does say Manor House in big writing it, yeah, on the screen right it now. It does. And it's hard to switch between calling you Manor on Gran Turismo Sport and yeah. Nick on the podcast. It's getting hard to do it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your two is easy. <laughs> yeah. Just pick your yeah. name. No yeah. problems. Yeah. So, studying Grand Prix, what did all think? Good? Bad? We thought that Verstappen would probably stay ahead, I think, as he had last week. We did say that, yeah. You did. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I disagreed. Ah. I thought if it was dry that Hamilton would win. And that was rock. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Nicky could have got away yeah, with it. Nah, can't be fair. Yeah, we were letting you away with that. Um, Red Bull dominance, I guess we'd say, in the race and qualify. Not much to... Well, there are some plenty of things to talk about. But as a race goes, it was mediocre, I would say, in mm. a word. Bring back Spain. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Catalonia, you've won me over. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, was Paul Ricard more interested in this? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Still, it's okay. We're going again next week. Yes, with softer mm-hmm. tires, though. So at least, at least there's a oh, an extra right, yeah, for in the mix. Is there any more threats of rain for next week? Oh my oh. god! It was guaranteed rain all three yeah. days, <laughs> and it never came. Three drops the whole weekend. Maybe. Exactly. We said it was going to be dry, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. Mm. Well, he's got the weather right. <laughs> yeah. You know, come to us instead of Ted Kravitz. Oh please, please, <laughs> please do. Well, I just, I just guessing it was, it was correct. <laughs> the the bear showing an ominous uh, dark cloud hanging over the the pit building yeah. towards the end, but it never comes in when they do that. Nope. So I think that was just following Toto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I guess we'll cover the news first, going into the weekend, uh, big bit of news about pit stops, which are going to be slowed down from Hungary onwards, uh, a few teams have complained and FIE are worried about safety, and they're concerned that teams are relying on sensors rather than human judgement, and so therefore pit stops are going to be slowed down to make sure that it is a human judgement and that there's no mistakes made. and. I just think that humans make more mistakes in computers, but that's just me. <laughs> it seems. Ah, oh, but it's the humans that program the computers. Yeah, I see. You go, you're far enough back. It's it's always humans, but it's to me, it just seems like an, an obvious ploy to try and slow Red Bull down because it's not like there's been incidents recently that's prompted this. It just seems like no. Red Bull are a second quicker than everyone else. Let's bring that back a bit, which I think is a bit of a shame because. Uh, I'm not obsessed with pit stop times. I understand purists might be annoyed by the quick pit stops, I guess. But part of it is a team show, and being quick at pit stops shows to the world who aren't really into Formula One just how much of a team effort it, it can be. And also, Red Bull, I've got, I've got something, and that's kind of the whole shtick about Formula One, isn't it? That you can just develop and become better. So it takes away from that, I guess. I if there's a safety the aspect, it's got to be safe. Was the um. Apparently, in the rules already, it does state that it has to be human and not sensors. Um, oh, well, that's different then, isn't it? That's a different I argument. I believe it was to clamp down on it. That was just going from comments made by Andreas Seidel. Right. 
he said that this is already in the regulations and this is to make sure they're being followed. I see. But yeah, I don't the see a problem with the sensor side of things if it's done properly and safely. Yeah. If they can prove that, I don't see a problem. So that's a bit of a a hint at potentially some some team that's very quick is not in the within the rules or within the letter of the law. Yeah. It's probably an interpretation thing, right? Yeah. Christian Hall was asked about it at the weekend, is there a sensor? And his reply was, Well, it's always a human that has to let it go. Yeah, he didn't really answer it, did he? No. Which uh -huh. makes me think uh -huh. there is a sensor and uh, mm. it's probably a green light or something that pops up somewhere that lets them go. And that's probably I can't imagine it'll be illegal, but it's probably not quite fitting in with the rules. Yeah. But they'll find a way, though. Yeah, if you put your a Red Bull hat on, then there's been two real clarifications in recent weeks, which has affected mm -hmm. them more than anyone else, or supposed to have affected them more than anyone else. It yeah. doesn't seem to have with the flexi rear wings. Well, that Honda engine is so very, very strong anyway, so I don't think the wings was too yeah. much of a. It was a nice little bonus for them, wasn't it? Probably only works on the extra long straights, really. Whereas this, this could affect every pit stop. That's a couple mm -hmm. of race, maybe, or one a race. Mm. Per, or, well, two, because at least you've got two drivers, right? Yeah, that's true. Although Perez's stops always seem to be a bit slower somehow. <laughs> ah, yeah, funny that, isn't it? Get your yeah, I don't think it's deliberate, but... <laughs> Get your tinfoil hats off. <laughs> every driver is equal, as we know. I know, I agree. It just <laughs> seems a bit... Yeah, it always, always happens to him. Mm. Uh, couple other... It's probably because his tyres have been on for so long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> couple other bits of news. Turkey is back this year, as Sing really? Singapore has dropped off again. Turkey's on and off, on and off, mm -hmm. on and off. Mm. It's on now. It is. Is it October? Yeah, when mm. it might be a bit cold and wet again. Ooh, yeah. And I doubt that surface is rubber done from all the hard cars to park on it all year. So <laughs> probably not. No, so it could be an interesting one then. And Sochi is gone from twenty twenty three onwards. Tom it's you such a shame. I know. Tom, you <laughs> did mention this track that we're eventually going to be going in twenty twenty three a few episodes ago. Uh, Allegedly, I can't. I can't remember which episode it was, but I swear we talked about the alternative Russian tracks. Uh, I've definitely watched some touring car racing on it. So it's almost it's like someone in FIA is listening. Wow, that could be our fourth listener. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, Sean Top, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sochi gone. Are we sad? No. What Sochi? <laughs> yeah. Never, never enjoyed driving it or watching it. No, I'll be honest. I know nothing about this new track apart from Nick. You sent us a video um, yeah. of a car going around it, and apart from that, I know nothing. Plus, and it will be different from that anyway. Hmm. They just announced they're adding an extra kilometer to the track. Oh, oh right. Um, well, it's new, isn't it? And it's kind yes, of generic with asphalt runoffs, but it should be better than Sochi. Yeah, they seem to be adding a whole section at the end, um, oh, right. which goes in an elevation change as well. It's sort of meant to okay. be like a banked final series of corners that go up quite high and down again. What's with the whole resurgence of banked corners? Yeah. Like Zandvoort, uh, the Yas Marina, one of those changes oh, is yes, going to be slightly true. banked. Mm -hmm. Then potentially on here, I mean, did we not learn a lesson with the Indianapolis banking and tire, tire gate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That was excessive banking, though, to be fair. Yeah, true, true. And it is quite cool to have a bank corner. But yeah, I withhold judgment on this track till I've seen proper racing on it. Yeah, weirdly, I watched some touring car racing around it, and then I can't find that video anymore. It's been removed. Oh no! Yeah, all I can find from that race is like a crash from the first corner. <laughs> Bit odd, but it was a TCR Russia race anyway. The um, I'm just worried about what track Valter Bottas is going to get to deliver his his famous catchphrase <laughs> at when such is no longer on the calendar. <laughs> Was well, that a win yet this year, right? So it's twenty twenty three. So will he still even be here? <laughs> very true. Oh, very very true. Been a Williams. Yeah, <laughs> he's finished P nineteen. To whom it may concern. Poor <laughs> <laughs> uh, Valtteri. When he beats Latifi. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you mentioned it there. Yasmina tracks getting a few tweaks to it for this year's race. They are removing the chicane first sector to make mm. the the hairpin going on straight, a possible overtaking place, and then they are yeah, removing yeah. the only other overtaking places on the track, Boo. and replacing it with a, just a, a sweeping left-hander. A mid-speed sweeping bike left-hander. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really like that chicane bit it's replacing, so that's good. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, more to the point, it was a 90 degree left after that, mm. which you could never see, to, no one, oh, yeah, what was the point of that? Well, they're rounding oh. off all those corners as well through that section. So they're making them slightly easier, I think. Oh, yeah, but the, the hotel. Yeah, so they're browning them off slightly Oh, more. around there. Yeah, so they're, they're less 90 degrees. Mm. Well, they were never overtaking positions anyway, so it no. didn't really, no. really matter. But I think a lot of the drivers seem enthusiastic about the changes, even the one that takes away the potential overtaking place. So oh, okay. They're like, yes, something different, <laughs> not this. Possibly, yeah. Alonso, it's just for Alonso, isn't it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's the one who was most excited about it, to be fair. Ah, ah, there we go then. It's it's a bit, yeah, yeah, we'll see. It's not a track I like, so... Yeah, we've yeah. got to see. Anything that changes it might be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Indeed. Nick, you have any more news coming out the weekend? Um, There was one thing came out today about the F1 sprint races. Hmm. Um, that... It will be the winner of the sprint race who is declared the pole position holder in terms of record books. Ah. But not the pole position holder. He'll be the pole position holder for the feature race. If right. you see what I mean. He'll be the winner of the sprint race, not the person who comes He's quickest in qualifying. Qualified. So, yeah, so the pole position holder is not the pole position holder. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very good. I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to, to seeing that. It was an extra race, so... It's something different. It's good for you as a spectator. Exactly. Mm. I don't have to watch what? Porsche Super Cup practice uh, that <laughs> yeah! day. I can actually watch a race. Here's the thing. The qualifying session, is that... I can't remember what format the qualifying session's in. Normal. Normal format. Right. Move to Friday. That's the one thing I think should have been... If they're going to try this, have a shorter qualifying session and then include the sprint race as part of qualifying. I don't think we need Q3, Q2, Q1 and a sprint race. To set the grid for the main race. Uh, I disagree because I quite like it now Ooh. because people keep making a complete arse of it <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, but Q1 is just a fight for two positions or one position. Yeah, I think all the red flags you'll miss out if you take that away. Yeah. <laughs> think of those times when someone's mucked up. I'm thinking probably Vettel from the Ferrari days and has ended up going out in Q1. They're going to have to start at the back. Yeah. 
not convinced. He does not convince. Now, it, the, I'm fine with the qualifying format normally, so I'm not questioning that. But I am questioning four lots of qualifying for one race. That's, is it more qualifying than race when you add it up? I do see what you mean, but I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, I suppose. Yeah, of course. I'm open to it. Let's see what happens. Again, I'm going to be watching it, so I'm quite happy. Can you can you do a live podcast, please, from the, from the track? <laughs> I don't know. Do you get phone signal and that? Uh, oh, it is in the middle of nowhere. It's it is south of Northampton, so I don't know. What, S- somewhere. I don't know what shirt that is in England. Yeah, I don't know where it is, really. Even though I commute there twice a month. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure either. Just follow the Google Maps. That You go down the M1 for eight, forever... <laughs> then you come off the M1, you go down some uh, dual carriageways for 10 minutes and you get there. Mm. Anyway. Sorry, we were talking. News. News. Uh, well, Silverstone's going to have a full crowd. That's the only other bit of news that I had. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be nice. And I'm definitely going to get COVID that weekend, so that's good. Yeah, get your <laughs> rapid, rapid tests and you, your work book up, booked off already. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I need to take rapid tests while I'm down there. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, you have to, and to get in, don't you? Yeah, and good thing you to, you're supposed to use the NHS app to get into the track, which you can't use because I'm from Scotland. So I need ah. I need to find a print ah. I need to find a printer at some point the weekend to print off results. <laughs> oh, that is weird. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Also, what I really don't hope happens is you go down day one and then I catch it. <laughs> you enter the NH- well, you scan in with the NHS app, and then because it's a lot of people in the area, basically if anyone any single person. Basically, has it? Doesn't everybody uh, with the app yeah, have yeah. to self-isolate? Oh, I, I've not done one English app for that. I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, that could happen to a lot of people there. Yeah. You could be the only person there on the Sunday. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be able to make it for the weekend, so I'm taking a budget test to make sure. Um, but yeah, so that'd be good to have a full crowd. There was two thousand Scotland fans went down for the England game last week, and they've all come up and tested positive for it today. Have they? Yeah. Oh, Two thousand people that went down to London, so yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they were let back in. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to my dose of Corona. So it can be brutal though. So let's hope it's all right for you. I've you had a jack. It's fine. Oh okay. <laughs> so any more for the week? Going to the weekend? No, it was just uh, the whole Mazepin. I was it. Gunter Steiner gave him a spinning top that was um, etched with the words Mazepin on. Brilliant. Love it. There's even like an Instagram picture, isn't there? So yeah, it was deliberately put on social media to show he has a sense of humour. Yeah, yeah. Actually, do you know what you're right? It feels a bit PR forced. It's like a right. You need to just say that you're going to accept this joke, <laughs> and then it'll disappear. That's our new strategy. Embrace it. Don't get annoyed by it. It mm-hmm. will then dis. But you know, the main thing is not spinning on track. Yeah, no, he so, has improved quite a lot actually in the last couple of races. Yep. Which I really didn't expect him to do, so fair play. Yeah. I think that's it from the. I don't have any more news items. No, no, I think that's it. Okay, practice and, well, highlight of practice was Valtteri Bottas deciding to have a wee pirouette in the pit lane, <laughs> almost wiping out the McLaren crew and getting himself a free pace penalty. We, do you think yeah. the penalty was just. I thought he might get away with it, but the, how readily the FIA are clamped down on safety issues recently, it's a, it's a slam dunk, really. Yeah. 
I was quite surprised by a grid penalty, if I'm honest. Um, but it was dangerous. But then, oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it was in second gear, wasn't it? And they were trying to get some mm -hmm. more revs in there to get because they've had slow stops recently. or pulling away from stops, so that's I think the main reason why he's spanning the pit lane there. It all looks really slow and harmless until you watch the camera angle from on the ground. And is it like the McLaren pit box mm -hmm. or something? Yeah. And you hear the tyre screeching, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's still quite quick, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably about 40 miles an hour or something as he's coming home now. Yeah. I mean, I think it is a fair penalty. It's harsh, but it, it probably needed to be done. Yeah. To stop anyone else doing things like that. But Yeah. Yeah. It's just so unusual to see as well. It is weird, but also it was a mountain out of a molehill. Mm -hmm. I'm over it. Yep. <laughs> Q1, and you know, the only scalp there was Ocon, P17. Um, really showing up and made a good a decision. Yeah, yeah it's a new weekend. contract. Um, that was properly awful. At one point, it looked like Latifi was in like P6, and then everyone came out of the pit lane and just smashed them <laughs> back down to P16. 16's not bad for him, though. No? No, no. he was only a tenth off of Russell's time in Q1. But yeah. that tenth was like three or four places, I think. Mm. Q2, um, you've got Giovinazzi and Fatale missing out. It's a case of a bit of a surprise, given his recent run. Mm. Ricardo, uh, an actual surprise, uh, given that we thought he had turned a corner recently. And considering how quick his teammate was, that is really, yep. really poor. Yeah. I think he was six tens behind in Q1. And then Oof. in Q2, I think he was, again, about six and a half tens. And then... Yeah, I don't know what's going yeah, on with him. No, and I don't think McLaren are too happy with him either. Some of the... Well, he's probably on a massive paycheck. Mm. What way than he was at Renault, apparently, but still... It'll yeah. still be up there. Hell of a lot. Yeah. Signs P12. Bad one. Pretty bad one. Russell P11. Amazing one. Yeah, brilliant. Look how close he was to uh, P10. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 8,000th. <laughs> They'll get there one day. Mm. Not that it really matters because in the race he always crumbled. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's the unluckiest man in Formula 1. And then Q3, Stroll was 10 for Alonso 9th, Sunoda 8th, Clerk, Gasly, usual suspects, uh, mm -hmm. but Norris, Nick and Henry Perez, 4th. Yep. Yep. Can't decide if that was good from Norris and bad from Perez, I think it was a bit of both. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 3th, 10th off for Stappen, we'd normally say that's not bad for a teammate, but... Yes, that's a good point. Difference mm -hmm. between 1st and 5th here. We were saying all last last episode that oh well Red Bull is so much above everyone he can be half a second off but this track is a bit shorter isn't it mm. yeah and uh, so even three tenths is, is actually is a position down below where he should be really mm -hmm. yeah because the top six were within four tenths so that's all it takes is one little mistake and you lose several yeah. places and the crazy thing for me here is that Gasly is less than a tenth behind him yes in an alpha towery that is a uh, that's reason for debate there within the Red Bull camp. I think it won't be because they don't like. <laughs> oh, Some, true. So, yeah, sorry. Someone yeah. someone doesn't like Pierre. Uh, I think we all yeah. know who, but yeah, yeah. yeah I think to me, he deserves a crack at it. 
Um, but Bottas beat Hamilton. Yeah. Well done. Oh yeah, course. Just. 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 And. But he he in his day in qualifying, he does have enough speed to beat the seven-time world champion. So that's fair play, right? Mm. But there are other times when it's not so good. And it's a shame about what happens in the races. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, in this case, practice because he gets a good penalty. Yeah. So he actually starts fifth, I think. He does. And, and Yuki Tsunoda, good, good, another good performance here. Paul Ricard wasn't good in qualifying, but before that, uh, was he okay? Can't remember now. <laughs> but um, in the top 10, close to yep. Gasly, unfortunately blocked Bottas in qualifying and got a good penalty as well. He did. Yeah. He did try and um, get away with it quite well with his interviews, I thought. Oh, I didn't hear that. He said, well, it's over the crest of a hill, so there's no chance that I could have seen him coming. <laughs> and I was already in the braking zone, so it would have been dangerous to move out of the way. It does go offline, but it, yeah, he needs to slow down way before the corner and pull to the right, doesn't he? Yeah, it's the team's fault they didn't tell him. I think but, so, yeah. You know, also they say that the driver should be aware, regardless of if the team informs you or not. Mm-hmm. So it's unlucky, but it's still a very good performance in quality. Yep. Does put George Russell up to tenth though, with a yeah free choice of tires. Yeah. Points are all in. The box seat. Points are all in at this point. He's going to do it. Yeah. Um, now, Nick, did you have some race predictions? I did. <laughs> they were all brilliant. What were they? <laughs> what was it? Um, I said Lando would get a podium. Right. I said Bottas would drop down at the start into the midfield and stay yep. there. Right. And that Russell would finish eighth. Whoa. I mean, you were close on all of them, but not. But <laughs> not, not, not really. <laughs> By course, you mean. Not very really close. <laughs> well, they were all Formula One drivers. <laughs> very true. <laughs> uh, so, race start. Verstappen gets away well from Hamilton and uh, See you later. wins the race. So, well done, Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last, much was. last week we spoke about the lead battle first for like 25 minutes and what was that? So, I've got to say on it. Yeah. Hamilton was about what, five seconds behind or something, just couldn't close up. Mm-hmm. I mean, just hang, hung there, trying to get to the end on one stop. Abandoned that, went to a two stop, and got the fastest lap. And it, Max was never in any jeopardy, apart from no. yeah, no, it actually wasn't in any jeopardy at all. No, that was it. Yep, didn't really see him either. Fair play, well done, job done. Yeah. Not much to talk about. Yeah, like commanding victory. Yep. yep. Um, the midfield started got a bit interesting. Holy moly. Mm. Well, Norris and Perez had a little fight where Perez, uh, Norris went off at turn one and mm-hmm. got away with it. was allowed to do that. They weren't monitoring that at the start. Apparently you can do whatever you want on lap one, turn one. <laughs> yeah. Just ignore it. Um, Leclerc ran wide as well because he was alongside Gasly who had ah. Alonso nicking up the inside. Ah. Yeah. I think there's a distinction between runs wide, runs wide if you like lock up or are too quick into a corner, or push wide if you're alongside someone and they ease you off, or what Leclerc did, which was deliberately drive wide around turn one at full speed and overtake two cars, and then rejoin dangerously. He's not even fully alongside... Like, like as he's turned into the corner, he could just be slower and feeding behind Gasly, in my opinion. But he just... Yeah, he just but they choose it, not to. He chooses not to, yeah, deliberately. He does a proper kill. 
Um, However, if that is in the rules where they're saying, oh, you can run wide on turn one, that one, then also mm-hmm. fair play for having the guy of, of working that out. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he gets back on the track and then he tries to cut back underneath Gasly, completely misjudges uh-huh. it, yep. slices his Gasly's tyre, which ruins his race completely, knocks off half of Leclerc's front wing, and then Gasly going into turn three ends up hitting another two cars. So Giovinazzi gets spun and then Latifi gets a puncture. Yeah, all from yeah. Leclerc being really, really clumsy at the start. I felt unfortunate for Gasly because he, with a left rear puncture, and all the pack going round him, yeah. he couldn't yeah. really go anywhere else. It did kind of keep straight. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't really his fault. The last two contacts, nah, it was on just he was just it. trying to stay out of the way, and everyone else was trying to go around him. But also, Giovinazzi is trying to do the hero move on lap one, which we said before he's very good at, and yeah. Unbeknownst to him, I don't think he, he would realise maybe, or maybe he does, but he can't anticipate the fact that Gaz is going to be a bit weird or yeah. can't stop very well into the corner. Yeah, he tries to go around outside him when he can probably yeah. see he's got a puncture. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was really poor from Leclerc, to be honest. Because it said on comment, right, oh, he got squeezed, but you look at it, he had like two metres to the left. No, nah, no. Nah, he had nah. plenty of space. Yeah, he, nah, he, he was, didn't get squeezed. No. He was just daft, basically. I was really surprised he got away with it, apparently. Like, I know it dropped him at the mm. back, but he also, his, his action ruined three people's races, effectively. I think they should have a system like British Touring Cars, which I'm sure we'll come to later, where you have like a formal reprimand, and then if you get three for dodgy manoeuvres that don't like ruin races, and if you get like three of them, then you do get a penalty, or something like this. But anyway. I suppose they do with the penalty points, but they only get them for True. very serious Yeah, reasons. right. Usually, so yeah, I see what you mean. They need like a tier down that builds yeah. up and gets you some points, then, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, poor yeah, Pierre no, out of the race. Your suspension yeah. failed on his way back to the pits. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, in his defense as well, I thought oh, he's been driving too quick, but if you watch the onboard with the radio, team radio, after turn three, mm-hmm. where there's the schmuzzle, <laughs> then he's immediately the, the team tells him to put him in a certain mode that locks the diffs. And he does ask straight away as well, like, how how quick can I go? And they say, do the speed you're doing now. And then within five seconds, the vibration through the wheel just suddenly increases. So I'm guessing at that point, straight away, the suspension's yeah. collapsed. Hmm. I feel like the suspension maybe collapsed when he went over, or curb coming back on. Or it wasn't really to do with, like, um, how quick he was driving back, I don't think. Because he did ask the team. There's, Brundle made a comment as well, which was... Uh... Quite funny, but also quite harsh in a way. It was meant to be humorous, but he said about Gasly has managed to hit half the field, which is a good effort. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did it. Well, he was in contact with, shall we say, three cars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yes, none of them were really his fault. So. No. And Leclerc has to pit in the lap one for a wing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a good move from Alonso, though, to try and get up the inside. Quite punchy from him. He's been quiet at the starts, and that was actually pretty yeah. good from him. Yeah. Uh, Norris managed to keep on to third for a while, but eventually just let Perez and Bottas pass. Mm. Just actually pulled to the yeah. side and just let him go. So he knew he was driving for fifth and just took fifth. Yeah. It's kind of clever, but the move that Perez made down into turn three, I was like, "Wow, that's so that's so far back." But I think you're right. I think Norris was like, "Oh, this is happening, is it?" Yeah. Right. Just going to stay wide. Because as we see later on in the race, you can do that wide line run there and still get good drive, but he didn't even try yeah. to do that. No. 
I do think Perez surprised him slightly with the move that he was never going to fight it. But they didn't even fight it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we cut live on board with Lewis Hamilton as he's coming out of turn four as he's halfway around spinning and trying to catch oh, yeah. it. As he's, uh, he's, he's dipped a wheel on the exit, the gravel on the exit, I think. Yeah, left it cuts to him like just as he's trying to save it. Which, mm. well done, TV director. I've, I've slated you all year. <laughs> you caught that one. Well done. Nice one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's just shows he was on the ragged edge and still couldn't catch. Yeah. Yeah. Pushing it to the limit. Just, just on the right side. And maybe then he just calmed down a bit. Mm. Game over. George Russell's gone well with Leclerc and Gasly out. He's sitting in P8. And then the pit stops start. Yeah, well, just quickly on that, they're all in like a trolley train, but yeah. Alonso train. Uh, yes, that's they're all exactly stuck in the DRS, aren't they? <laughs> it did it. What does it say? It does say, yeah. Alonso's starting to lead the trolley train. <laughs> P7, he's in, and then there's like everybody behind him Russell, mm-hmm. Yuki, Sainz, Vettel. Um, it looks at one point that George is going to make a move on him, but he just backs out. Yeah. Yeah. Then he gets the message. Yeah. Oh dear, poor George. So while he, oh. while he pits, it turns out he's got a pneumatic problem, so he has to get the air refilled. So he's mm-hmm. got a long, long pit stop, which drops him out of the points. Uh, and then unfortunately he has to come in again on the next lap to get more air in, because they haven't put enough in. Yeah. It's just, uh, that's it then. And then yeah, retires. And then yeah. retires, yeah. Which, he's never going to get a point for Williams. That's my new prediction. <laughs> he's so unlucky when you think of the the yeah. instance sort of happened. I mean, the one at Imola was his fault, but everything else has been out of his control, really. Mm. Well, it could happen again next week, but let's yeah. not get our hopes up too far. Uh, unless you want to predict that now, Nick. <laughs> and that it'll be seventh. Seventh? Oh, yeah. oh okay. Right, looking forward to it. Because there'll be carnage at the front. <laughs> I see. Right, let's not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Perez ends up losing third to Bottas it was during his pit stops I think yes. he had a yes. slow yes, stop 4.8 seconds pit stop yep so going back to what you said there. earlier about our left foot sorry sorry Nick I can talk to you but going back to earlier when you both said about how Perez seems to get the slower stop yeah he did He did today yep which dropped the main Bottas but to be honest neither of those were on the pace of the front two no, they not at all. Class B, wasn't it? Miles behind. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think it was about 18 seconds when Perez Pitt was behind for Stafford. Which is mad. Weird. Yeah. On such a short lap to lose that much time. That's ridiculous. True, yeah, that's a good point. But we know, we, we know that he's just there to to clean up the mm-hmm. mess when it, it goes mm-hmm. wrong for Max. So I don't read Bill yep. too bothered. Yep. Um. I had noted here that Leclerc and Kimi were having a good fight. And they turned oh. three. Second yes. yellow card offence for me for Leclerc. And then Leclerc <laughs> makes a mess oh, yes. of it and they turn four. <laughs> so it, it, they have a great fight for turn three. Kimi really goes for it and keeps the position. And then Which is good. You want to see that? Yeah. Yeah. Sidney was questioning during the weekend, why is Kimi still there? Because he's slow and qualified and he doesn't look bothered <laughs> half the time in the race. But he put up a fight here and then Leclerc goes up the inside him and or the outside of him and turn yeah. four and then edges across in the breaking zone and knocks a bit of Kimmy's front wing off yeah I thought it was a bit 
dodgy to start with. It was only on the replay that I saw that the front wing had been damaged. But yeah, that's two times that he's moved across in front or behind a car and just misjudged it by, not by a lot, but by enough to cause damage to his or someone else's car. The frustrating thing with this one for me is he could just keep the race in line and still outbreak him. The move's yeah. done. He's got the mm-hmm. better tyres. He's in the Fezza, not an Alpha, so he can just stay where he is. And he didn't need to do that. It was a very, uh, like, you know, Alonso's famous quote of GP2 engine. That was a very GP2 overtaking manoeuvre. Hmm. Yeah. He's uh, He's got away with two there without a penalty. Yeah. To say that one would have been harsh for a penalty. But he's got away yeah. with two incidents because he could have easily given himself a, a puncture there by yeah. cutting across someone's rear wing, uh, front wing. So he got away Have we said it. that? It did a load of overtakes more than anyone else in the race, and most of them were good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it was a, a thrilling drive. Without Leclerc, then nothing would have been happening, I don't think. No. Yeah. Um, he manages to come all the way back up to 7th, which from last is good going. Well done. And a lap on pit stop. Yep. Which is compromised yep. strategy. Yep, fair play to him. Um, Daniel Ricciardo. Had a bit of a strange race. I think he was up in eighth off the start. Then he had an engine issue and ended up finishing back down thirteenth. But yeah. uh he had that lap, didn't he? Where it was no power. Yeah, but it's even then that's like he was behind Raikkonen forever, and yeah. just couldn't get past. Even during the pit stops, couldn't get past. I don't know if he still had any issues after that or not. Well, I know it was a temperature issue that caused it, but I don't know if he still had oh. problems. So that could have been if he's behind close someone, the car's not breathing. Yeah. My pure speculation there. Yeah. It did do a nice move on lap one around the outside of the penultimate corner on Yuki Shinoda. I don't think I even saw that one. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Yeah, my, my mind's <laughs> blank. So. Yeah. No, they're, they're fighting like side by side for a few corners and he mm. goes around the outside of the penultimate corner which is like, ooh, you know, where the pit entry is yeah. just after it. Mm. Um, where Nick likes to spin into as if it's a strategy <laughs> move. Yeah. That, uh, it was on the best That's of onboards on the YouTube channel. Uh, okay. yeah. ah. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, Raikkonen was 11th, almost got a point. Almost. What did, what did he say about that? Kimmy? Yeah. Well, I don't know, I didn't see the race. Do you want to have a guess what he said about P11? Blah. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Uh, Owens got P9. I did like his interview with Sigal Sport after the race. (laughs) I didn't see that. He cut in front of uh, Lando uh, because he was about to speak to them and he just, the guy just went, points? And Owens just went, yeah, thank you, and then left. And (laughs) and let Lando have the interview. So that was it. Um, he, he said something weird on the radio. I don't know if you've heard this. No. Um, so Leclerc's closing him down. And I don't know which house it is. It's either Mick or Mazepin, obviously. Into turn one. And he goes, oh, we're unlucky. As in, like, I've just caught this lap car. He says, what the has? All right. I did or, not hear that. He goes, he actually says, what the has beep? <laughs> so he self-beeped himself. <laughs> Uh, happy Alonso I've not seen Happy Alonso in a while no and he did seem very happy this weekend didn't he he did he said something didn't he say something like oh, regardless of the position in qualifying regardless of the yeah. position that was really enjoyable hmm. yeah so maybe he's found his mojo and you know when the car clicks mm. 
Mm. And the setup works. Oh, hang a bit. Hang about. It could just be that his teammate's not doing very well. Yeah, very true. Uh, mm. Perez did make a second stop at the towards the end and try and catch Bottas that way, but he with a punt, he didn't. So very it, close, but no, not quite. Yeah, I think he was about half a second at the end, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, didn't work. On lap week. sixty, he was fourteen seconds behind. At that point, he set fastest lap. Lap sixty-five, he was eight and a half second, eight point four seconds behind. And then the last lap, he was close, but not close enough. Hmm. <sighs> so Hamilton also then pitted, didn't he, for the fastest lap? He did, and he, yeah. he did take it. Um, it was actually turned out to be a really good weekend for Ferrari, in a way. Mask gets signed up to six, which is really good. Yeah. And at one point, he actually unlapped himself from Hamilton. Uh, um, Hamilton did get a radio call to tell him to let him go. Yeah. Uh, but he did unlap himself. There was a weird Ferrari radio call there. Like, you can unlap yourself if you want. And he was like, ah, oh, I don't really want to... What's the point? And then passed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From what I heard, they Ferrari actually spoke to Mercedes. To ah, makes sense. Hamilton to let him through. He didn't want to pass him without Hamilton letting him because he didn't want to affect the race. Makes sense. Good. Clever. Mm-hmm. Like it. But he said he lost 15 laps. So... <laughs> I don't know how true that was, but apparently mm. he said he was oh. 15 laps following Lewis, but I don't right. remember seeing him behind him for that long. No. No. That was weird. He was, yeah, he didn't, he was kind of catching Lando for a bit, but he looked comfortable. Yeah. Mm. And it turns out they actually gained points on McLaren this weekend, despite Lando getting mm. fifth. Yeah, because they both were in the points, right? Mm. Whereas there was only yeah. one McLaren. I did like a Sainz's pass on Stroll as well. Where um, as it coming into turn three, he deliberately held back so as he could get the DRS for the next train. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Because I think he was actually slightly ahead around the outside and then came back behind him to make sure that he got the DRS to go past next uh, I think I remember seeing that in Crofty was going on about how he was so disturbed by the turbulent air and everything. But, but I yeah. think I think you're right. <laughs> was, I think you're right. He was just sizing up the move. Oh, crafty. Do you want no. to mention your Bill Burr clip? <laughs> oh, yeah, and Bill Burr's... Because it's funny and accurate. Yeah, mm. Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast this week, he, he's a big Formula 1, well, he's a big motorsport fan, watches Formula 1, and he wasn't happy that all the Sky F1 commentators were talking about was, was Hamilton. How right. slow he was and how he was going for the fastest lap, and yeah. Even the basically... Americans are pissed off at Crofty, so... <laughs> <laughs> Even one Talk the, about one Max of, winning, not Lewis Hamilton getting the fastest lap. Exactly. One of the world's biggest comedians is pissed off with Sky. Because <laughs> of, it is Sky coverage, it's to use. And it's just, yeah. they just stick, I think, the NBC logo in the corner. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I think a lot of the pre-race and post-race is Sky as well. So, I think ah, they, I think it didn't they do used re, to be. I think they do reuse a bit of the coverage. Right. I have only watched one race in America, and it was definitely the other bit of the Sky post race as well. So, I think a few years ago, Will Buxton used to do specific bits for NBC. Mm. Uh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. I remember. Him That's clearly changed now. By then. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of random things from this race. Go on. Ah, yes. One was uh, Mazepin and Mick had a good battle at one point. Did they? Oh yes, they did actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Mick tried to get down the inside of turn three, didn't quite work out. Then tried to go around the outside of turn four, he locked up. Then eventually did get past 
down the inside of turn three. But it was quite that was quite tight because Mazepin moved the braking zone in my opinion. Shock. <laughs> yep. Um, did anyone see the big hashtag Austrian Grand Prix sign at the exit of turn one? <laughs> no. That was there a week early because obviously it was Austrian oh, Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, final thing, I mentioned this and I got it wrong last week properly, but I'll say this now. So if we're going to call turn three, turn three and not turn two, then it should be turn four and therefore turn four should be turn seven. <laughs> okay, there we yeah. go. All the kinks. All the kinks count. Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Oh, one more thing. I'm not going to get the corner numbers. The stewards were annoyed by Max's burnout. Now, if that's a burnout, oh, yes. what the heck? <laughs> yeah, got... I, I want to see a donut. <laughs> then get annoyed. Yeah. yeah, Red Bull apparently got an immediate warning for that. And they were told, mm-hmm. do that again, you'll get a penalty. Mm-hmm. Which would have been funny if Max had lost the race when yeah. because of that. <laughs> but it would have been amazing. Yeah, it was overkill. I understand what they were saying is that he did that before he'd finished the race. I did think he was a bit early, uh, unsafe because there's still technically cars behind him doing full speed. Because I feel like finish, we're mis- but it's not really that bad. And then was yeah, it the MotoGP bad. where someone got a golf club out? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> yeah, hitting golf balls at other riders is fine, but yeah, that was amazing. That yeah, it was Fabio Quattararo, wasn't it, who won? Mm. This is the Dutch Grand Prix at Assen, and yeah, his celebration is to because the weird thing with MotoGP, and one thing I do like, it reminds me of when you know remember Nigel Mantle won the British Grand Prix and got mobbed on the track. Yeah, it, it seems like you can allow to have a few people on the track celebrating on the cooldown lap, which, by the mm. way, is the most dangerous thing in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, so then it's like his mate, it's his mate that he played golf with early in the week, comes across to him with a golf club and a ball, and he's like smashing it. Hey, he, he, Badly. He missed it. Three he mo- times he, yeah, he forced his first shot, <laughs> and he puts a big dent in the bottom of his driver, I think. So. Oh, yeah. But to be fair, I could probably afford a new one. But then in Formula One, it's like, oh, you did something slightly interesting, that's not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although it did remind me, and I think we mentioned this before, but Bird Verdheim, is it? it was it uh, Formula 3000 Monaco? He celebrated before the finish line oh, and yes. lost the win. Yeah. And Max did it, and I was like, has he crossed the line yet? Yeah. But of course, Hamilton's so far behind because of the pit stop for the fastest lap. But yeah. it was a bit like, you've not finished yet. Yeah, calm down. But still not des- deserving of a warning. I mean, come on. No, no I didn't think so. So. I understand why they felt they had to, but yeah, I didn't agree with it. Get over it. The FIA are really come down on everything with safety at the moment mm-hmm. which well there's nothing wrong with safety but I didn't think that wasn't safe mm, no uh, it's, yeah I'm not going to argue against safety but let, let's have a little <laughs> bit of fun every now and again yeah yeah exactly yeah I mean I mean the, one of the TCR drivers at Sochi uh, this is a bit of a tangent sorry <laughs> Stefano Camini he didn't have a drive anymore and this was in the early days of TCR he won a race Front-wheel drive car, and that's the first time I've ever seen a reverse donut. I don't think you could do that, but you just do it in reverse. Ah, and it just it does yeah. a donut with front-wheel drive. Brilliant. I want to see more of that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe the turn cars next week. Yeah. 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 So, uh, championship. Max is 18 points ahead now. With Perez up in third. He's miles behind. 60 points behind. And then Norris is still fourth on 86, which is pretty good going. Yep. Yeah, brilliant. He's got over double the points his teammate. 
He's got 52 points more than his teammate Oof. already. Oof. Which, I know he's just signed a new contract, but I can imagine he's probably thinking, I could have got a few more zeros out of that mm-hmm. now. I think McLaren's got it in early, but before... But each subsequent yeah. race, his stock is going up, right? They did, and Paul DeResa was talking about that during FP2. He thought that Lando had signed a contract too early. Mm. He, mm. Said, he was saying if he had hung on, he might have had an offer from Mercedes or Red Bull, which yeah, I don't yeah. think he would have from Mercedes, but other teams would have been sniffing about him. Mm-hmm. But And that could have, even if he stayed, it could have used that to get more. Exactly, yeah. Clever, clever from McLaren, I would say. Yep, get him down early. So yeah, Max is well ahead and Mercedes are adamant they're not going to develop the car this year still. And I think... Kind of. They say they're going to try and find someone, but they're totally they adamant they're going that, to bring big big developments to the car. Yes, but apparently updates are coming still. Hmm. Um, but these are ones that have already been developed and have not quite yet made it to the car. They won't be developing any new ones from this point on. But there is still going to be some upgrades over the next few races. I think it's done, mm. to be honest. Mm. Oof. I don't. Big call. Well, the last two tracks were ones that Mercedes was supposed to come back on, and they mm. didn't. And Red Bull said they're going to keep for new developments as far as they can. So I I think it's done. I think Max is going to win it this year. I don't, I don't see Mercedes calling that back. I'm tempted to agree, but... If Lewis finishes second to Max in every remaining race and then Max has a tyre blowout or a mechanical failure, mm-hmm. there's still a yeah. chance then, isn't there? Yeah. You've got to remember there's nine million races left. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yes, at several unspecified tracks. Yep. Yes. Very true. Um, but to be honest, I'm with you, though. But I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't see it changing at this point. Yeah, and I don't even think Mercedes with a cost cap even have the ability to change their mind. I imagine <laughs> they've probably poured all the money into next year already. Maybe. Plus the alleged however many hundreds of thousands they lost from Russell and Bottas' crash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very true. Hmm. Anyway, the main championship point update, Colin, mm. we all know and we're waiting for it, is who's ahead, Williams or Haas? Williams or Haas. I think it is Williams. It is. Williams are still ahead. Mm-hmm. And who's ahead out of the drivers? Sorry, like Latifi, Russell. It should be Russell, Schumacher, Latifi, Mazepin, I think. That's oh. just off the top of my head. Almost. Mazepin's ahead of Latifi. Ah. Oh. So, all that stick we've given Mazepin, we should have been giving it to Latifi. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, Latifi's last? Latifi's last at the moment, yeah. Woof. And I can't really say I've been impressed with him again this year. He's still miles off Russell in qualifying, and in, his races are decent. To be fair, his races are okay. It wasn't miles off miles off in this qualifying. No, no it was the other way around. This race, <laughs> he yeah. was close in quality and miles off in the race. Well, yeah, he yeah. did have that puncher. Yeah, but I'm I'm not impressed. Hmm. No, I think I was impressed earlier on the season. So if anyone remembers those podcasts, take <laughs> it back. I'm not now. Change my mind. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what I said last week, so I think he was quick in totally Imola. changed then. Yeah, he was good at that one round, I think. Mm. So F one, right? Anymore? We're back here again next week for the Austrian Grand Prix. Oh, good. And yeah, just copy and paste this week's results. I think you've 
probably be pretty close, to be honest. No, no, no. Russell's going to finish in P7. That's yep. true. And Ricardo is going to be ahead of Norris. Ah. Oh, that's big. Very good. I want that in writing, please, afterwards, because yep. I'll forget otherwise. I have no justification for this at all. They're just <laughs> feelings that I have. There's definitely a... They've gone softer for the tyres again um, mm-hmm. for next mm. week, so it'll probably be a yeah. two-stop rather than a one. Oh, I see. But I, I still don't see that making much of a difference to the lead. That's probably why this race is a bit dull, because everyone pitted once and then, oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the British Touring Car Championship, which from this week came from Brands Hatch Indy. It's good to see that track come back and not be at the end of the year, because I don't like it at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. It was bizarre last year. Um, So it's back in a somewhat normal slot and qualifying for a little bit of a surprise. Everyone, except from Lewis Hamilton, Nick Hamilton, <laughs> uh, was within a second. Nick Hamilton was about 1.2 seconds behind pole, yeah. but everyone was within a second. Which is good. And Dan Robottom got pole just ahead of Gordon Chen, which I was surprised about. I didn't see that coming out of uh, Robo, but he thought. No, banned. <laughs> Go, get, get off. Just <laughs> wondering who was going to say <laughs> Good old Robo. So, yeah, pole position. Very well done. Yeah, very well done. Yeah. Uh, need, need, need I say that it reminds me of Jeff Smith in 2017 <laughs> when he got his surprise pole position at Brandsatch Indy in a Honda. In so much as the results sort of came out of nowhere. Mm. It, it, um, but five, was it 5,000th gap to Shedden? It was, yeah. It was, yeah. Very close. And what what did we say last week? That, I, that we think Shedden should be on pole because he's got the weight mm-hmm. advantage over every competitor. Yes, although he did have ballast. He still has some ballast. The smallest possible Yes, amount. right. So that's that still kind of counts in my opinion. He's still ahead of every <laughs> other championship contender. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Ingram was 6, Sutton was 7th, and Tuckington was 14th. Which is... Yeah, Sutton did very well with And that. Ingram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also. And well, Jake Hill had so many, he was up in third, which is mm-hmm. an excellent result. Well, shout out to Adam Moffat. I thought P5 was good for him. Because mm-hmm. last year yeah. in qualifying, he was nowhere. P5. Yeah, even with no weight, he was yeah. nowhere last year. So now. Yeah. That, well it's been a while since he's been up there. He used to be up there with the old Merc sometimes, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem to adapt to the Infinity uh, until the last race yeah. or two. I would say that's fair. And just. But then he's, he hasn't driven any rear wheel drive cars before this, apparently. Mm, big learning curve. He's doing better there mm. as a teammate to Sutton than every other driver other than Josh Cook at the minute. If you think of it that way. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Proctor struggled against him. Plato struggled against him. And, okay, there's weight, but he has at least qualified in the top mm-hmm. five there in the same machinery. So if you think of it that way, mm. good one. couple of names to pick out in qualifying. Plato was 17th. Not very good. Nope. Morgan was 21st. Yep. Tom Chilton yep. was 24th. And Oof, that's then bad. next pick that we're to watch out for this week was Sam Smelt, who was 26. Oh, I'd forgotten about Sam Smelt. We said yeah. we'd look out for him when I haven't. <laughs> Bill. To be well, fair, he wasn't there to look out for. I was going to say, I tried yeah. to, but yeah, I didn't see him. <laughs> no, unfortunately, 26. And yeah, I don't even remember. I've ever seen him on camera, to be honest. No, I don't think I did. 
No, I would say Ollie Jackson's a bit behind, below form and 19th. Yeah. Mm. And um, Jack Goff's very good in P11. Mm-hmm. And Butcher, where was Butcher? 16th. Oh, yeah, that's not good. I thought, you know, he's got to, as soon as he gets some ballast on, he's just not gelling with that Toyota at the minute. If you look at how quick Ingram's adapted to the Hyundai, although, as we know, and as you've pointed out, Nick, there's an engineer switcheroo there as well. Yeah. Because I don't know who's engineering Butcher. So it'll be no, no driver and engineer getting used to the car. Uh, but that's about Sicily it for quality. And the Astros, I thought, really disappointed mm, for quality. Yeah. When it's that close, though, you know, there is always going to be people who lose out, mm-hmm. but it's still. You've got to get it done. And also, Andy Neat returned. He oh, did. yes. A brilliant position that was. Yeah. 28th? I yep. can't remember seeing him at all the weekend, though. So, well no, done. I didn't. Well done to him. I'm still out of the news. Um, but, yeah, to be honest, you didn't really, didn't really see much at the back. I think the only mm. things we've seen at the back mm-hmm. was Jade Edwards and Rick Parfit yeah. the weekend. Yeah, and a bit of Nick Hamilton. Yeah, because of Rick Parfit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, but the rest True. is pretty anonymous. Uh, so, do you want to do your bit of news now, or do you want to go straight into race one? No, we'll leave that to the end. Yeah, that's the end. So, race one, front row lockout for the Hondas. First ever pole for Robottom, and they get a horrible start. Robottom yeah. drops down to like six or seventh, and then Shannon drops a couple of positions as well. Do you think um, pole position should be moved as well? Because the inside at Brands, especially in slightly damp conditions, is always pointing towards the wall when someone tries to pull away. Difficult one. I think Robot was trying to avoid that and then basically got no revs, right? So I don't think he mm-hmm. even slid down. I just think he just didn't move. Yeah. Because it's always the outside He'd... that gets a better start. Mm, I think I think I would agree with that that um, that hypothesis there. To switch it. Mm. Was it like was it Senna at Suzuka when he wanted to? Switch the side of the pole, was it? When they had that famous incident yeah. with Prost? Wasn't Indeed. that the run up to that? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you just put pole on the left, that'd be more an advantage to be on pole, I suppose. It's just in the dip there, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah. Anyway, after the pole start, then Someone? what happened, Colin? Tom yeah, often takes the lead and, well, stays there. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, yep. all, all the actions is pretty much behind them. Uh, and Adam Moffat gets up, up to second. Then Ingram, I think, tries to get past Sheridan and the side of Clearways, or he's just got ahead of him. And then Sheridan gives him a nice little gentle nudge out of the way to uh, get up into third. And Ingram drops <laughs> down to six. Yeah, not cool that. No, I thought that was a bit of a naughty one. There was a, there was a lot of yeah. moves this weekend that I thought weren't on and didn't really get punished. Yep. That one did get punished in the end. It wasn't time penalty, but it was a reprimand. Yeah. For me, I mean, it's stuck, like... <sighs> there are some where people, like, oh, there's half a gap and they've rub, rubbed there and it's a bit forceful and a bit on, on the edge. There was Jack yeah. Goff trying to do it but failing all the time, just driving into the back of people at that corner. <laughs> yeah. This one is a full-on punt from behind. And then doesn't lift off the throttle yes. as Ingram's sliding. So, um, case closed on that one. Yeah, it was like a, a different Honda was at the scene. It was really yeah. near Wesk. Yeah. <laughs> I was just a bit desperate, I felt. 
Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Colin. I'm I'm ripping on your favourite driver there, but no, I, I'm not going to defend uh, my boy Flash this weekend. Ah, <laughs> my boy Flash. <laughs> yeah, this is the first day. A few things I'd say weren't really mm. very very good to see. Yeah. Um, the other Scott, I've got any off. It was really aggressive defending against Sheridan. Yeah. Um, which allowed, well, Sutton almost got around both of them, but um, yep. ultimately Gordon actually got in front of them both again. You think there was another hot tap from Shedden? Yeah, I do. I do, I do think that yeah. it's hard to see, but I feel like he bumped the back of Moffat um, wide at, at uh, uh, Druid. Although, as you pointed out, Moffat defends like mad before that and cut, cuts his nose off. So it's a bit of tit-for-tat. I wasn't too bothered, but I'm fairly certain there was contact there. It was kind of like when uh, when he spun out Chilton in, at Snetterton. You couldn't really see it on the camera properly. Yeah, but you think he did it. Well, I think he did it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we need to keep a track of... We need to keep a track of these for the year. The <laughs> desperation moves. Yeah. It does seem like he's driving like his life's on the line. Like yeah. proper desperate. Which, to be fair, if this season doesn't go well, it's his career over, arguably. So I think that's where it comes from. Possibly, and the season probably well, season hasn't really gone that well. So no. Anyway, his son's been a bit safe this weekend. It wasn't his usual aggressive self. It wasn't really cutting through the pack, and there was a few opportunities where he could have went harder on people, and he didn't. Yeah, well, I think there is one where he bumps. Someone, and I can't remember what race it is, so we'll get to that in a minute. I think it might be race two. Uh, but then he immediately backs off. I think he's into the back of Robotman and Ingram. And that is uh, a new form of Ashton. And I think what's happening is he's, he's driving for the championship already and he's sort of seeing what Ingram's doing hmm. at the minute. And they seem to be sort of, ah, they're the ones to watch. Maybe that's an element of it. Obviously, though, you've got to remember... One. Sorry, yeah. Tom. Oh, well, you might be saying what I was going to say there. Maximum ballast into race Yeah, two. exactly that. So he's actually done very well considering. Mm-hmm. But you're right, in race two and three, it wasn't like, wow, he's yeah. won from 10th. <laughs> yeah, it's not what you expect. Yeah. Aidan Moffat, his teammate, eventually, his mad defence gets <laughs> found out <laughs> and he gets run out wide through turn one, going up to Druids, and I think four cars go past him in one go. And yeah. Yeah, I felt a little bit sorry for Aidan because he's. He drove his full weekend looking at his rear mirror. Yeah. And panicking. But it looks it at some points. But uh, he's always yeah, he's I've always had that air of him though, even with the Merc of yeah. like aggressively defending. It's not a new thing. It's just we've no. not seen it for a while at the front. No. And then possibly a big moment for the championship with Sam Osborne spins out Colin Turkington, mm-hmm. who wasn't really doing much in that race either, to be honest. Yeah. Did you see that incident at all, Nick? I saw the replay of it. Um, I did say at the time that I thought he might have been assisted by Osborne. But when you see a replay, I think it was in between the races from a different angle, it clearly mm. shows Osborne tapped him at the rear end and just spun him round. It was lucky to get out of the gravel. Yeah, Which didn't lucky. cause a safety car, because his rear wheels were in the gravel. Mm-hmm. It's a rear-wheel drive car. And uh, yeah, this was at the moment where Tim Harvey said, "Wow, that's oh, Turkington spun off. That's uncharacteristic." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's because he got punted. But weirdly, <laughs> he did. They, yeah, with good reason. They did. Oh, can't remember now, but it was almost apologetic on social media to say, "Oh, we've not got the pace out of the car this weekend." 
which is very weird. But I just think it was more circumstance than anything. It was the qualifying, and then he was mired with incidents like this. Yeah, because Oliphant and, to some degree, Jelly clearly had pace in the car. I would agree with that. Yep, absolutely. After that, then, not too much going on other than a crazy move by our favourite son of a rock god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank Parfit does a proper Tom dive. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Is nowhere near <laughs> making the corner and hits poor Nick Hamilton who was just driving his own line. Yeah. And uh, uh, Hamilton gets going pretty quick, but then Raffit, Raffit, Parfit, Rick Parfit has uh, he's end up spins and ends up right miles behind and essentially yeah. just in front of the leaders. Yeah. Uh, have you? Ever, it's been a while since we've seen a front wheel drive touring car lock up like that. It must yeah. have been. Well, if you break that way for a corner, yeah. it might happen. <laughs> there must have been some excrement in those uh, <laughs> pants. Yeah, I like uh, the fact that Nick Hamilton actually turned out of the way of it, but still got collected. I so know. Just all the way through. Not it's much like, oh, he's coming. I'll give him a bit of room, but he's yeah. He he was going straight for the wall. The yeah. Hamilton wasn't there. <laughs> True, he did him a favour. Yeah, it's one of those like you're, you're fighting for like twenty eighty. What are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? Uh, it's like yeah. the ones I would do on GT Sport where I start looking at the track map or something to see where someone else is and there's a corner in front of me if he's trying to find his fuel menu uh, yeah. he, can, he can quite find it the thing is it's not a corner that you would have a dive on you've got to be have, you've got to have an overlap already yeah, mm. yeah. In, unless the door is left up. totally open and you're yeah. very very close you, you've got no chance you're actually rare it's rare to see these days a dive mm-hmm. from that corner yeah but yes, yeah, so then Parfit, as you mentioned there, Colin, is um, about to get lapped. Because Oliphant's leading, but Shedden's hunting him down. Mm-hmm. And it's actually quite interesting at that point. You know, not from an overtaking point of view, but from, a, oh, there's only so many laps left and he's catching in like three tenths, four tenths mm-hmm. on it. Did you think he was going to do it? No. No. Oh. No, to be honest. And I was a bit worried for Oliphant when uh, Shedden started getting close, given, given what oh, yes. he's been doing already this weekend. That's exactly what I was thinking. I thought this is a lap last. This is a last lap, uh, a lap last uh, <laughs> dive at Clearways. You know, yeah. dive yeah. bomb. It didn't come, but Rick Parfit was right in front of Orphan as a bit in the Clearways, yeah, yeah, yeah. which uh-huh. you thought, oh god, does he just cost Orphan the race? Yeah. And there is a drag to the line, but yeah, the BMWs just yeah got the legs. They've they're quick in a straight line. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a. I would if I was to cra- characterize that race. In a, in a person, it'd be Ray Winston, I think, because <laughs> yeah. like even with Jack, everyone was biffing and barging. It was like, oh, have a bit of that, <laughs> bit of three six five. <laughs> yeah, it was elbows out, wasn't it? It was a bit like nitty gritty, uh, which is fine. Services are available. But yes, do not gamble <laughs> responsibly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I weirdly would agree with that. <laughs> is this a new thing? What celebrity yeah. did this race resemble? <laughs> <laughs> that will never happen again, I guarantee it. <laughs> so yeah, Olfen hangs on for first, for Shedden in second, and Robottom recovers to third, which, to be fair, after that start, it's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah first podium, really right? Uh, yeah, that is actually, I think. First podium, and he was knocked down to seventh at the start. He yeah. said afterwards that this, this weekend proves that he deserves it, after, you know, a lot of internet, not mm-hmm. hate, but questioning and... I don't think that weekend shows that. 
But if he does well for the rest of the season, it definitely does. Yeah, I think it uh, shows promise. It does. Yeah. Yes. I mean, poor possession and a podium right away. I mean, it's not Brilliant. bad. Yeah. And uh, it was punchy in a few of the races. So good moves. Two good overtakes into into uh, Druids in this race, following up several good overtaking moves at Thruxton. So mm -hmm. the racecraft is there. Well, he's an old Clio Cup graduate, isn't he, Nick? He is, yeah. He's there you go, you see? To, uh, get your elbows out in that championship. Yeah, full-on Ray Winston in that series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Interesting race. didn't recover, really. He was 20th. Hmm. Uh, Butcher managed to get up to 15th, so mm, not, not that's a point. Much. Yeah, mm. same with Plato was 13th, Vidura 14th, so there was a bit of recovery from the guys yep. that were poor qualifying. Mm -hmm. uh, Golf was up to 10th, and then Cook was up to 9th. Mm. Yeah, that was a great start to the season for Cook in the BTC. Just and was then, terrible at Snetterton. Yeah, no, yeah. although he did get a good fi uh, race three result there. Yeah, mm. but it's not really had been anywhere on pace since. Round no, one. That's correct. Which would be a bit of a shame. Apparently, he's very much a Thruxton expert. Mm. Now, we're going there twice this year for him, so that's good. Yeah, yeah that's two good point. weekends. So, yeah, so I think Shaboy said Shedden got a reprimand for his incident, and then I think Osborne got a actual penalty for it. Yeah, six second penalty yeah. or something, yeah. So, race two. Yep. Race two. Uh, kind of similar start for. Some of the Hondas. I mean, Sheridan mm. had a pretty terrible start. He did. Um, he got swapped pretty quick. And Hill tried to get up the inside into turn one. And there was contact. Bit of 50-50 effort. First few and I went, oh, yeah. Sheridan's turned in on him. But then watching it again, he probably can't see him. And it's a bit of a... 50-50, mm -hmm. I'd say. But it does drop Gordon back down again, even further. Yeah, I I think Hill was far enough alongside that he should have been given room, but it's I still call it fifty fifty. I think Tom disagrees on that one, but well, I wouldn't say disagree. I think they both got a part to play, but it's kind of lap one. Uh, Hill is just about enough up inside. <laughs> Discretion is a better part of valor in that move. I felt I felt like Hill could have backed out a little bit more, but I, I would I would agree it's fifty fifty basically. It didn't hurt him. Okay, so I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say sixty forty Hill, and you're probably going to say sixty forty Shedden. Nick, is that correct? Uh, no, I think. Oh, it's you're going straight fifty fifty. Fifty fifty, yeah, because no, I think either of them could have avoided it. Yeah. Fair enough. I'd agree with that. Rick Parfit and I think Jade Edwards as well spin. One mm. one. Uh -huh. Which I think we just see Parfit spinning. I don't think we see Edwards spinning. I think Edwards was a replay later on, was it? I don't even but remember. But certainly perfect you can see in the back. Yeah. He doesn't flood the thr throttle, he just sort of spins out. Mm. And those two are basically fighting for the rest of the weekend. Seems yeah. that way, doesn't it? And we see clips, because I think they've got an onboard camera on Edwards' Ed car. They do, yeah. yeah. So you occasionally see those two fighting <laughs> scattered for race two and race three. Maybe you're right, maybe there wasn't a replay of a spinning. Anyway. Uh, and then the next thing I've got is uh, Aidan Moffat assaults Jason Plato. But <laughs> you, may, you, may, you may want to say more about that. Well, for me, um, Sutton bumps into the back of... Uh, is it Moffat? Yeah. Sorry. S Smiley. 
Smiley. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, two incidents I'm conflating there. This is Smiley. So Smiley gets a run out of turn one, Paddock Hill, on Moffat. Goes down the inside to Druids. In my opinion, at this point, Moffat moves in the braking zone and puts Smiley on the grass. Smiley can't break in time. Therefore, they both have a contraton and they, they fly into the corner. Moffat loses out and goes wide. He then he doesn't come back on. He's still on the track, right? It, but then Plato gets... Lloyd gets past, I think. Then Plato gets mm-hmm. alongside down the hill. And, th- and then what happens? Well, M- Muffy just turns into him twice. <laughs> yeah. In a straight line. Pretty aggressively. Yeah, just... It looks like a very hard right turn. Boom, boom, boom. Into him, yeah. It's, a, it's an assault. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't have wanted to be on the receiving end of uh, the verbal abuse from Plato at the, at the end of that race. Yeah. It was out of order. I don't know if he thought it was him who put him there off in the first place. Even if it was, it's still out of order. Oh, kind yeah, of, definitely. Kind of reminds me of, was it Shedden who did it in one race in Snetterton as well? He just sort of turned into someone in a straight line. Yeah, Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we need, we need a tally on Shedden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as Scott's are getting a bit feisty for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, so, yeah. Moffat, I think, loses a few places Bizarre, and then man. goes mega defensive forever in a day afterwards. Yeah. Uh, then there's a huge incident. Oh, yeah. As uh, Stephen Jelly tries to get up the inside of Shedden into turn one, and to me, he does. He gets a run on him uh, out the last corners, quite cool up the right hand side of Shedden, and Gordon decides suddenly to try and close the door while he's already yeah. alongside. Which causes them both to go straight on at turn one, I think. Yep. Moffat might even get clipped. Or no, it's um, Bordley. Oh, yeah, it was Bordley. As a Bordley. Mm-hmm. Cut the front end of him. Smiley's out. Shedding can continue, but to me, that's 100% Shedding. Turns in, tries to block him too late, and causes a crash. Yeah. And I'm surprised he got away with that one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's always a slightly dangerous for someone to try up the inside that close. True. But Jelly was there, and he should have been given the room. It's a really um, good move because he's yeah, he's got the run, but there is a little gap between them, and he just dives, boom, and mm-hmm. all of his car is there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had to exactly. freeze frame it because I wasn't sure at first. So, I had to like skip through it frame by frame, and the, there's definite movement by the Honda once oh, yeah. the BMW is already there. But he's he's cut to the pit exit as well, where there's more space. So he's yep. he's got the, he's got the room and everything. He does, he's, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got the move yeah. going, and, and I don't think he's going to go off the track either. No, and then on his own. Shedding panics, obviously. Yeah. Says he doesn't really see him. Drive car. It wouldn't have been such a big thing, I think, because he was rear wheel drive. That meant he couldn't then straighten the car out. And they both went to the left. Maybe, but also, it, it puts him on the grass when he's braking. Um, that's what I mean, though. But I think if it's front wheel drive, you oh, can get over right. it more. Maybe can just yeah. power through it a bit more. Yeah, it's quite a big impact for Jelly, actually. Mm. Yeah. When you see the onboard, it's like it's straight into the barrier, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then there's a safety car for a while and a precarious car recovery. You could see that was it, did they show the onboard camera still when it was in the air and Jelly's sort of looking at it, going, Ooh. "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> please don't break it anymore." Yeah, please don't <laughs> drop that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, poor from Shedden. But he, ke- mm. he keeps he, he keeps going. He's yep. straight at the back though, but he continues. Mm. After putting a load of gravel on the track. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Uh, next thing I've got is the first on board we get of Jack Goff hitting someone up the inside of Clearways, <laughs> uh, which he does about 33 times over the weekend. Well, yep. there's a battle going on with Moffat defending for his life. Yeah. And, and basically, no one can get past him. So Goff is smashing into the back of him. Then what happens is Proctor gets past Goff. So Proctor does the same. Can't get past him. So then Goff's back in front again. Mm-hmm. And Butcher's involved at some point. I think Butcher gets tapped by Goff as well. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. Oh, that was quite a bad one, actually, because Butcher lost, was making good progress and then fell right back down again. Yeah. He lost three or four positions, didn't he? That could have been reverse... You know, that would have been up there for the reverse grid a podium and but all of a sudden mm. we'll be saying oh but just had a turnaround this weekend yeah yeah it didn't happen but jack goff just it was every they kept going on board every, the tv director must have been waiting every single lap for him yeah. to get oh, to clear was. and i <laughs> cut to him because every single lap he was trying to stick up the inside and he was just hitting the rear wheel with it, but whoever was in mm-hmm. front over and over again and again the stewards let him away with it because he got positions out of it and they said pretty sure they said during the weekend that we're going to tighten up on all this and then they didn't so mm. that seems more lenient than most weekends yeah this, i would agree i think with that, they Nick. said we're going to tighten up on that and we're going to tighten up on turn one and uh, lap one incidents and they didn't either which if you're mm. going to see if you're going to come out and say it like back it up because the drivers now know they yeah. can get away with murder yeah. i've said oh. it again <laughs> 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 oh good old tag Love it. <laughs> you got any more in the midfield battle well, it's upper midfield because Hill has a puncher, surprisingly. Mm. Yes. Disaster runs off at Clearways, which I think is like Alan Menu in 1999. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thanks to the way British touring cars are policed on YouTube, I can't check that. Yeah. Because the clip doesn't exist anymore. But I don't know if Menu's was a puncher, but this, at first, the commentary actually was a bit like, oh, what a rookie mistake that is. Yeah. Yeah. But I well, just saw him off in the gravel, sort yeah. of up against the wall to start with, don't you? Yeah. It was weird to get a puncher, though, right? Yeah. Even during the replay, they're like, oh, he's missed his breaking point yeah. by miles. Like, Come yeah, on, yeah, he's yeah, clearly yeah. got a problem. And then eventually you see he's got a puncture, and I think they say. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a bit late. I think Tim Harvey says he thought they picked it up through Graham Hillbane because they were cutting that corner. Which. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. To be fair, it probably was that. Mm. And it was really the only puncture of the weekend, I think, so. Yeah. It's a bit unlucky because he was sitting third, so it's real unlucky for a help. Then that ruins his weekend again. Yeah. Yeah. It's Most of the title contenders at this point seem to be having problems, except for Sutton and Ingram. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And then it's basically back to the lead battle, I think. Mm hmm. Because uh, Oliphant's leading, but with maximum ballast, so everybody's. Well, I think Robottom, correct me if I'm wrong, Colin, but. Oh, Nick. Robottom catches up and could could win that race, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. And he makes a half move at Paddock and then gets swallowed by the pack. Well, he tries to go around the outside of Druids at the airport. Yeah. On, ah, on okay. Olfant, and then Olfant just ignores him and drives oh, him off the yes. track. Yeah. Um, right. Which I think, I think it might have dropped him behind one car. Certainly Sutton gets him towards the Ingram end. got past. Yeah, got through there. Yeah, and then that that kind of compromises the rest of Robotham's race, and Sutton I think gets him on the penultimate lap, mm-hmm. going into yep. clear ways. And but um, I thought it was a, I know 
they said in the commentary, oh, you're allowed to do that, but I think Offen might have got a warning after the race. He did, yeah. And for that. to be honest, I don't really think that's completely on to, to do it as bad as he did. I mean, fair enough, running him a little bit over the curb and everything like that, but the way he properly forced him, like, three metres off the track, it was yeah. miles off. Yeah, he didn't, it, it, like, run to the edge of the track, did he? Um, Oliphant ran past the edge of the track yeah. himself, pushing. So it was... Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. Mm. Yep, I'm not going to say anything else, other than it reminded me of Radisic and Ravalli in 1990. No, <laughs> 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 oh, dear, dear. So... Ingram's back through, and he's catching Oliphant. It looks like Oliphant's probably got it in the bag, going out in the final lap, and then Ingram has a really, really optimistic lunge mm-hmm. into turn one, and catches the back end of Oliphant, which pushes him a bit wide, and he's able to nick past, and it Druid, I think, and take the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit naughty. It was... It was a really optimistic one, should I say, and I think he knew what he was doing. He was either going yeah. to force some wide or he was going to hit him. Like, there's no way that was going to be clean. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I put in my notes penalty worthy with question marks. Just because I'm not 100% sure if he should have had a penalty or not, but it was certainly debatable. I've got a theory about this. Mm. If Oliphant held on to second, the positions would be reversed. That's a good but, point. But that would be my opinion. And that's what I would have done. Like, to me, at first you think, oh, he's kind of alongside, but but Oliphant yeah. is right to turn in at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's front left wheel contact with right rear wheel contact. Yes. So it's not it's not alongside. It's not at the... You know, with Hill Shedden, was, Hill was further along. Yeah, I think exactly. in other series they say up to the B pillar is sort of... Uh, it's on mm-hmm. for an acceptable move, even if there's contact. Well, this wasn't even at the C-pillar. Uh, Oliphant afterwards said, it's optimistic. He wasn't alongside me and he hit me. And I thought that was a good that was a good description. Yeah. I also felt like Ingram sounded like he'd just been sentenced to a life, uh, life in jail in the, in the post-race interview. It was very yes. much like trying to speak about everything else other than what happened there. Yeah, and, and then when I did ask him, he looked all surprised and said, well, there was a gap and I filled it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not having that one. There's a joke about no. pasties in there somewhere. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so Elephant could I'm, have made a better job of the defence. Being as it was the correct. last lap, he probably could have made it less easy for him to attempt the move. But You could smell it coming, couldn't you? Yeah. Like I was literally expecting it, but yes. it still wasn't... It still didn't work. It, it's still a penalty worthy, in my opinion. But what mm. irked me a little bit was... So Oliphant runs slightly wide coming out of clearways. Sutton has a bit of an overlap. And if yeah. you watch very, very carefully, Sutton, you know, there's a slight right curve on the pitch straight. Yes. And Sutton doesn't turn right. No, he goes left. He goes <laughs> deliberately left into the side mm-hmm. of Oliphant. And that, to me, gives him second position. Uh, oh, because the loss, yeah. of, the loss of momentum there for the BMW. Well, just to be clear, he doesn't turn left, he just doesn't open the steering up. Correct. Or he opens the steering up more than he needs to. Yeah, he doesn't turn right, he just almost goes straight, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And it's very deliberate, and, and it's yeah. very clever. Oh yeah, I don't see a problem with it, but it is very yes, very good. Yeah, yeah, that was like a bit of certain magic, but a bit too mm-hmm. harsh, I don't know. But I feel like if Oliphant kept second, it would be an easy decision for the steward to say, oh well, 
just switch it back mm-hmm. and do that decision immediately so that it's all fine for the TV interviews. But because something was there, it was all a bit weird. Yeah. But it's okay because Ingram got his just deserved by picking out position number 12 on the reverse grid. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, um, Tom Oliphant, though, I think he did brilliant in that race because he had full ballast on. And if you look how badly that affected Turkington on the weekend. Yeah. Mega result. Mega drive. Mega, mega, mega. I don't, I don't know any of the adjectives, really. But If you look at yeah. Turkington, he only managed to get up to 17th mm-hmm. after his disastrous start. And he had well, no ballast on there. Yeah. Oh, who set the fastest lap in this one? Josh Cook. Uh, uh, A return to form. <laughs> yeah, and they also managed to get fifth. So, mm. oh, but I was which completely passed me by. Well, yeah, fair play him because he didn't. He wasn't really anywhere in race one. To be honest, he wasn't really involved. He was having a lot of battles, but he didn't look quick. Mm. So, fifth was good going for him. Oh, I've just noticed something in the results. Mm-hmm. But Nick yeah. might have noticed it as well. That's the clue. Oh dear. Uh, no. Look who's so. in position eighteen. That's got to be a season best. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Smelt you failed us Nick with your Sam Smelt watch yeah has he had points he hasn't has he no that's still not points right but yeah it's 11 positions ahead of last true yeah. Sam Smelt has got points I'll have you know he's got two. Oh, oh he has so okay. take back your shade that sorry <laughs> that could have been two fifteenths or one fourteenth I think Probably, yeah. Oh, no, because he could have led a lap or got a fast... Yeah, but we know that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I hope he gets up to speed, because I think that would, yeah, me too. would be very helpful mm. for... Butcher. Yeah, to have someone quick with him. But, yeah. yeah. Um, elsewhere, well, what was the robot go for? Fort Lloyd in six was a good result for him. Mm. Moffat, despite driving... The complete inside of the track for about 15 laps. End up and the gap between him and the car in front was, like, massive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, T-Mash hold on to ninth. Goff was 11th again. And Butcher only managed 14th. After mm. his run-in with Jack. But he had the run-in, yeah. It, that could have been P12 or something like that. And Tom Tilton managed to get himself a few points in the 13th. After his oh, disastrous season. Dire qualifying yeah. session. Yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised um, about Turkington not really making any progress because Sheridan got back mm. up to twenty first as well. So not really much happened in there. And Hill did get back out on track, but it was two laps down after his puncture. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Turkington seventeenth is a weird one, isn't it? Mm. It was either a weekend. He wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Which is a bit. It's about worrying for him. But. Race three, reverse grid. As you say, I think he pulled out P eleven. P twelve. P twelve at that. So uh, Adam Morgan was on pole. Lucky, lucky man. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had been nowhere all weekend. To be honest, to this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think both those car gods, Sicily one BMWs, must have been a bit mm. struggling at Brands Hatch and did, but well. Cometh the hour, cometh the person, or something. <laughs> yeah, it got it got a great start as well. Um, yeah. Senna Proctor got a shocker; he dropped back. Um, <laughs> yeah. The northern lad. Yeah, 
Um, but Morgan, the first few laps, had a few lockups, which yeah. we're thinking, oh, is he, ah. is he going to panic? Like, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Stephen oh, Jelly. Stephen Jelly at the last round, where he just yeah. crapped himself for being at the front. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he got it under control and it's had a pretty dominant win after that, to be honest. Didn't yeah. really see him at all. Not bad for the sponsors, but good for the sponsors. Yeah, you, yeah. you win the race, but no one sees you win it. <laughs> um, and then Plato gets a decent start and he gets himself up to fourth. Mm-hmm. And then there's a huge queue of cars behind, like about 12 cars all in a row following each other for quite a while. And the only yep. really move that was happening for a few laps in the middle of it was Jake Hill made a, a quite a brave move up the inside of Bordley coming out of Graham Hill. He was two wheels on the grass and everyone boldly oh, shoved him right yeah. over and then he still he oh, yeah. kept his foot in it and managed to get past. Kept it pinned. Yeah. yeah. There was a bit of movement near the front because I think um, Goff ran wide, didn't he? Mm. Early on. So Moffat went to P2. But then later in the race, Goff made it past again. So finally he made it past Moffat. Yeah. Yeah. And it took two races. He <laughs> got past. Uh Ollie, Jack- clean as well. Ollie Jackson's bonnet then flips up. Which right, which was amazing. I don't know why that I swear happened. for a lap he's still flat out. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's still going because yeah. I think you can just about see. Um, yeah. So uh, he's driving around with his bonnet up and eventually pits. And as he's trying to pit, I think Sheridan hits the back of him. Oh, yeah. As <laughs> he slows down, Sheridan gives him a bump. Um, oh, man. It's an eventful race for sh- weekend for Sheridan. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shocker. But yeah, again, Chen didn't really make too much progress. And then we see spots of rain on the camera. And yes. start to get all excited. Okay. It's going to throw, it's going to pour it's down. Like Formula One. Yeah, there's going to be mm-hmm. rain. And, uh, well, no. no. <laughs> it didn't come anything. Towards the end, Plato and Moffat got um, together, didn't they? Uh, yeah. I, f- I feel like uh, but, Moffat could have spun there, but he held on and it was all good. I wrote down here, ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. But, it's pretty a bit of afters from the last race as well, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You see, Plato lifts off the brakes and it clears and hits him deliberately. Yeah. But, and it was close for them if a drag race the line, but Moffat just manages to hold on. Yeah. Um. Oh, and earlier in the race, Shedden went sideways at clearways, but on his own. Yeah, like that's when saved. Jackson's bonnet went up, isn't it? Because he then hit shit. Ah, I didn't see that. So that's why his bonnet was up. I was wondering why it was up. Yeah. Oh, run that by me again, sorry. Uh, when Shedden went sideways, um, uh, Jackson tapped him. Oh, when Shedden's recovering. Thought. Yeah, and that's why I think his bonnet ah. came up. That's why you're the BTCC correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, expert, should I say. Good shout. Mm. Didn't notice that. Um, and but that's basically it for race three for me. Yeah, we see yeah, Jade Edwards much. and Rick Parfit fighting again in the Druids, and I think Edwards get passed. <laughs> and then by the end of the race, Parfit's back ahead. <laughs> so I think those two just fought all weekend. Yeah, I thought mm. Jade was a bit disappointing this weekend. I would say that. To the speed she showed last race, or yeah. last meeting, she was pretty much back of the grid this one. Mm. The only thing I'd say there is. Brantach Indy is a curious track. True. It's very, very unique. Um, so, let's not judge her so far. 
I know you weren't anyway, right? You were just saying it on this one. Oh, no, round. I was just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't mean. I would agree. Be. I think she's better than that, is what I mean. Yes. No, I'm fully. You were, you were very clear, and I was just being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I so, do think Jake Hill actually had a good last race, though, because him, Turkington, and Shedden were all very close. Yeah. But Hill started a long way back from those two. Yeah, and he finished he ahead of them up, as well. Something like 10 places, and the other two made up three or four. Yeah. And uh, according to the British Tory Car website, Rory Butcher finished first. <laughs> yes. He, he finished seventh. Last lap. Yeah, that's probably confused. Ah, him. yeah. But yeah. Ah, yeah. Maybe there's some weirdness going on with that. Yeah. Although he didn't get fastest lap at all. That's nonsense. Oh, know. is it? If you if you look at the actual times, there's people doing quicker times than him, even though they've oh, highlighted yeah. it. The, oh, it's the wrong lap time. I see what they've done. They've, they've said he's did a lap extra, so they've put him at the top. Someone's typed in 25 instead of 24. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, Come on, guys. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton ends up two laps down, but I didn't see why he had to pit or anything. Oh, I didn't oh, yeah, um, I did see why he had to pit, but not what caused it. He had mm. massive front-end damage on the car. Oh, right. oh, really? But I didn't see an instant. It just... Yeah, it looked like he'd ploughed into a wall almost. But... Mm. Oh. I don't know if it's somebody else's accident or not. I have no idea. Good call. Good spot. Didn't notice that. If only they Tom Chilton went backwards. Yeah. If only they had a YouTube channel where they could show us all this <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, don't. don't. <laughs> what is the harm? What? Right. No, I'm going to say this. What is the harm? Oh, I've unplugged my headphones. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I can't hear what you're going to say. What's the harm? Good grab for things when you're all excited. Kind of help yourself. I, I can't at all with my hands. Yeah. Um, of a week after an event, putting up the best of an onboard compilation from those judiciary cameras that got, they're not the best quality, but the last couple of years, I think they've done a lot. Uh, YouTube channel used to do a few of those. So why can't there be a few of those compilations of the British Tarkham? It's not going to prevent me from buying the DVD or the digital yeah. download or from going to see it live or watching it on ITV. It's a supplementary thing that gets me more engaged. And what's the harm of occasionally, sometimes, please, a best of team radio compilation? <laughs> do you think they're recording that, though? Well, probably not. But, do you know, there was one mm. round a few years ago where on the opening sizzle bit to the broadcast, they played some team radio on the, over the cars, and I thought, oh, so it is possible. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose they could do it. So, and I think the way it works is basically as soon as Sunday night ends, only ITV does the production and the video editing. And as soon as the Sunday ends, they do not do the work, do any more work. That's the arrangement. Yeah. So if they have to do these clips, it would have to be done on the Sunday night, and they're probably not got time to do it. So that that's probably why we don't get it. That's my theory. Please let us know if I'm wrong. Someone who's anyone who's listening. But there would yeah. it would be nice if there's provision to do some extra hours on the Monday to keep the fans engaged in between the races, and also do things where it's like, oh, it's someone's hundredth podium. Let's have a montage. Oh, it's a, it's their fiftieth race. Yeah. Let's do like not even a montage, just like one moment where they won their first race, or they span out, or they had mm -hmm. a crash, you know, something like this. So anyway, I'll stop on that. Yeah, you'd think that at least or after the Monday or something, BTCC yeah. get handed the footage and ITV go there if you want to yeah. do anything more. Here's what you can't do, show because this is we paid for this. But if you want to do X Y Z, you can. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's very, very strict rules up for the teams. They're not allowed to... They can do uh, videos on their own YouTube and social media channels, but they can't include race footage unless they... I think they have to 
pay for or only use the footage that ITV supplies them, so not on board and stuff. Mm. Bit restrictive for vlogs and behind the scenes, but okay, I'm 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 not too you know, I don't mind that too much. But I just think some on board action, some team radio action, some um uh, just some timely montages from the history would, would actually help the series. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. If you want to get into and and into it soon cars now, you have yeah. to watch it on ITV four or three on a right. Sunday. It's it's not an easy mm-hmm. series to like Formula One. To get new fans. Yeah. Formula One, I go on the Instagram, there's well, I think yeah. thousands of videos there. Yeah. And I know and I know the scale's different, but then you find that no, no. from other series you've got videos everywhere on Instagram, the, YouTube. The point remains the same because Formula One of all the series should be the one that shares the least because it's a pay T V sport. Mm-hmm. And they for are reliant on you watching it live. Mm. And they're clearly they're doing highlights videos on the night, the day, they've got the team radio, they've got the best of the onboards. and the same for supercars in Australia, which was the la- last standing bastion of a similar digital media strategy to British touring cars, which also, by the way, has some pay yeah. TV and some free to air TV. Mm. But this year, they're uploading full races from the archive onto the YouTube mm. from like ten years ago as like a little bonus, you know. Yeah, gets people more engaged. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing it's probably a hesitancy from BTCZ that they don't they don't want to risk their ITV deal because if there was an ITV deal, mm. yeah. What they're going to be on motorsports TV or something yeah. like that, and that's yeah, that's and they don't a want disaster. to lose. They don't want to lose the revenue. I'm assuming for or the deal they've got with Duke Media for the DVDs and digital downloads. But oh. if you do it in a right way, I don't think you impact those. If anything, you enhance those. Yeah, agree. Because yeah. you you end every video with an end card that says "Buy the DVD now," link below for the pre-order, yeah. or watch on ITV next weekend, or there's a link to buy tickets to the live show. You know, you can mm-hmm. yeah do stuff yeah. yeah. All right, <laughs> this is a long podcast, and that was a long run. But I got, I got another thing that's related because I mentioned supercars. If that's all right, yeah, go for it. Unless you want to mention something, Colin. There, sorry, have I jumped ahead? No, no, I was just going to run for the, the championship yeah, standings. Go for the so yeah, go for it. Go for it. Sutton's ahead by three points ahead of Ingram on one mm-hmm. one six. Then you're way back to Cook because they're on ninety, and then you. I'm so surprised he's still third though. It's, yeah, same. Yeah, it's uh, a weird one, right? And then you've got to go a long way back, 39 points behind Sutton to find Turkington. And mm. then it's getting a bit closer from there on. You've got Hill, Wolf, and Robot, and Plato. Uh, I'm surprised Hill's still kind of up there with his bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. But you're, I think we're, you're actually getting towards a point where you're counting a lot of people out. I mean, well, Butcher in 10th butcher is. F- Disappointingly far down. Yeah, and well, Shedden mm-hmm. in twelfth is done. I think. Oh yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, well, you're you're looking at everyone outside the top six. You're starting to think, oh, where are they going to have an mm-hmm. amazing weekend? How many points behind is Shedden then? Shedden is sixty-three points behind. Wow, that was good maths. Mm-hmm. No calculator involved for Colin there. <laughs> that's that's too far, but it's not over just yet. No, but um, there's a no. there's a gap opening at the top, and it's getting it's getting hard to see how a Dan Robottom could c- catch up at this point. Things mm. like that. The the fault carries on. He's sort of pushing himself towards title contention, but you can't see him being allowed to compete with Turkington over the season. Mm. Yeah. But then if he outperforms him, well, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Colin will bounce back in the next round. It'll be fine. 
I'll do my best. True, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've got a big bit of news you want to talk about, Tom. Well, the supercar series in Australia, which has been going through a bit of a political mayor over the last couple of years, um, is up for sale. Do you want to buy it? Uh, I can give you My big bit of news is... 60 quid? That we're, we're forming a consortium, and we're going for it. Fantastic. <laughs> when do I let my bank know? Um, <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> but someone who is actually doing it is um, Paul Morris. has got a consortium. With some guy I can't remember the name of. Oh, Mr. Smith. His son races in the series at the minute. Can't remember his first name. Jack Smith is a driver, his dad. Um, Mick Doohan, five time MotoGP champion. Mm-hmm. And Sir Alan Gow, CEO of the BTCC. They're joining together and they could buy the Supercars Championship in Australia. Mm. Paul Morris is funny because um, I think I've sent you guys both a clip of him before, but when he was a driver, he was nominated the dirtiest driver on the grid. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. His response was. Oh, I need to go take a shower. I thought that was amazing. Um, and he's become like a media thing. Him and another ex-driver, Russell Ingle, who's actually coming back for Bathurst this year, do a good YouTube channel called Enforcer and the Dude. And I just think it's really interesting that Alan Gow is, is even interested in buying supercars in Australia. And I wonder how that impacts his availability of his time. I suppose if he's only one of five people buying it, and he won't necess- they'll probably employ a CEO to run it. So he might yeah. not actually be that involved. But but either way, it'll be taking up a lot of his time this year to sort that out, I think. Was he I'd ever involved fr- in the supercars before Toka? Because obviously he's Australian. Right. I don't know what I could be wrong was. here, but my understanding is, in terms of running the series, no. Hmm. But he did work with or for or alongside Peter Brock, who's like a legend over there. Sadly now passed away, but he's sort of there... Oh, I don't know. Oh, for whatever reason, the word Wayne Rooney came to bed. That's a poor analogy. <laughs> uh, is the is tantamount to God in Australia, anyways? Um, mm. Peter Brock and Alan Gow actually worked with him, and in, in the sort of road car business that they had and stuff like this. He also, in the nineties, when there was Super Touring in the UK, mm. which was big British touring cars, there was an Australian series, and I believe he didn't run it, but he he had a part to play in. Or maybe Toka actually ran that series as well for a bit. Mm. Then. After that, his involvement, he's been a manager of James Courtney, who's a driver over there for about 10 years, which I think came to end last year. But he's not, he's not involved in running the series, but he's been a manager of one of the drivers over there for many years. He has had an interest in it. In, Correct. Say. Yeah, he's had a foot in the door. He knows about it. He deals with it. Yeah. Sorry, that was a long-winded way of answering your question there. <laughs> so that's that's the speculation or interest. Keep an eye on it. There are other people involved. Mark Scaife, who's like the current commentator and former... He, it, in my mind, he was like the Michael Schumacher of, Schumacher, uh, of supercars back in the day. Mm. He's also joined together with some sports company. And, and then someone else, the company that might run TCR Australia over there, is also involved. So it could, you know, it's all up in the air. But it would be weird if Alan Gow is the CEO of BTCC, the... What is he now? Is a FIA Touring Car Commission head as well? And hmm. owner, part owner of Supercars. That'd be bizarre, but interesting. He's got enough money yeah. clearly to buy it anyway. Oh, yeah. It's a shame he can't sort out of a YouTube channel properly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, well <laughs> that's because I think, I don't want to say too much out of turn, but there's there's a really good PR agency running the comms, but they also need like some sort of creative marketing agency or something like this to help out. Uh, I was going to ask you one more question as well because we're going along. This is to mm. both of you. 
Did you miss tyre compounds uh, at the British Touring Car Race weekend? Didn't even, didn't even notice them. I wasn't even thinking about tyre compounds, so they, well, they that's, a, there. that's a positive. No. Yep. I think that proves that you don't need it. No. It was brought up just before the races, um, and I did, did think about it, but yeah, I don't think it... It definitely didn't negatively impact anything. Race 1 and Race yeah. 2 were good, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, it, it made Race 3 slightly less chaotic than it can be, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. Case closed. <laughs> get rid of the tyre mm. compounds. Get a YouTube team on it and get rid of the tyre compounds. Because I, I'm only saying it because I care for the series, you know? Yeah. Bo agrees. Oh, Bo's very excited in the background. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> at least I've got three spotters. I think that's a, I think that's a cute wrap-up. It is. Uh, it when is. the dog starts barking. Um, the one other bit of news, wasn't there, about um, Donington hosting the oh, season yeah. opener next year? Yes. Got the calendar out very early. Mm, very. Mm. Uh, For the hybrid era. Yeah, hybrid. They're, they've replaced the media day as well with free individual test days to give them a chance to get on top of the, mm-hmm. the new car. Oh, that's interesting. I missed that. Um, but yeah, so pretty much, yeah, there's no new tracks next year. That's right, there's two rounds at Fruxton, yeah. but we're starting mm-hmm. with Donington and then um, Brad's Hatch in the yep. Knock Hill's a bit earlier in July as well, mm-hmm. and then Silverstone's a penultimate race before Brad's Hatch Grand Prix. Ah, interesting. It's yeah, well, looking forward to it. It's going to be weird with the hybrid. I'm, look- I'm going to embrace it. It's going to be something new. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, all good. Nothing else to say there. I started as as if I was going to say something more. <laughs> Completely run out of steam. Yeah. Well, next up it's Alton Park, thirty um, first of July to the first of August. Ah, so that's an, what I was going to say. Another there's big a, long break. There's a two day test in, at Alton Park before then. Ah. Which oh, would normally good. be at Snetterton, I think, in the middle of the year, but it's before Alton Park for two days. Mm. So that's probably why there's a big break as well. Yeah, so another month to wait for touring cars. That's just, yep. oh, I want it every weekend. Come on. <laughs> I know it's not possible, but I know. 120 rounds <laughs> every single weekend of the year. It's all right. You've got 7,000 Formula 1 races to keep you interested. Yeah, so Formula <laughs> 1 next up for uh, Austria again. Um, and then there's a week break before Silverstone. I'd love it if it said hashtag Styrian Grand Prix at the exit of Turn 1. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's messed up the things. <laughs> yeah. And what's the support series? Do you know? It's, I think F3 I don't know, but it was W Series this weekend, wasn't it? Which was quite yeah, interesting. Yeah, W Series is next weekend as well. Oh, okay, right. Nice. I'll watch the YouTube highlights. Hmm. Oh, just one final thing, because we're going. It's in. Ben Edwards was commentating Formula 1 for Channel 4. Mm-hmm. Which was really good because uh, Alex Jacks, I think, was isolated. I just went to pick up that good old Ben is around and he's still the best. <laughs> and on a positive note for once. Yep. Yeah. We're, uh, we've not overly slated any of the commentators. We've actually praised one here. <laughs> thanks again for joining me and thanks for downloading. And also, managed to make it through two hours of talking to two Englishmen without hearing the phrase, is coming home. So that's a positive Aye. for me. It's the first time today I've heard an Englishman speak without those words coming out of his mouth. So thank you very much. So 
We'll be back next week with the Austrian Grand Prix, which we might just copy and paste the first half an hour of this. And yeah, well, we've given a bonus podcast this time, so yeah, yeah. I can't. Excellent. I can't. Uh, I can't imagine it'll be much different from this one, but fingers crossed, a bit more exciting. And we'll see you then. Yeah. See you then.